Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. This past weekend, my family was together and my father's 91 years old and he still loves playing the piano. And I was mesmerized as he was sitting right here, um, just playing songs that I remember him playing as I was growing up. And even at 91, he remembers the, the mechanics and the keys and has the ear to play a good song. You may be asking, what does this have to do with success? Well, it actually has everything to do with success, particularly when you think about the symphony that most of us would like to have our day feel like, right? And I just have hung up prior to recording this with three different elite coaching students. These guys are paying big bucks to be in a group of uh, 24 people that I work with every single uh, week over the course of a year. They work with each other as well. It's a, it's a phenomenal ecosystem of high performance. And even at that level of being a high performer, there still is dysfunction to their day. And when you have dysfunction in your day, the, the music you're trying to play and the day that you're trying to, trying to create and the symphony that you kind of would hope that business would kind of flow and feel free and it just doesn't happen. And so the, the topic of this episode is stop doing what you don't want more of. Okay, just simple. Stop doing what you don't want more of. What does that mean? So I'm talking with one of these producers today. He's a producing branch manager. He's got his own book of business and he has a bunch of loan originators that work with him. And one of the comments that he made is he said, I can never, ever get my day organized because my loan officers continue to interrupt me. And I said to him, I said, you know what that is an, an indicator of? It's an indicator of you doing what you don't want. And by doing what you don't want, you're actually producing more of what you don't want. And I had to just stop and let him let that sink in. And he said, so you're right. The more time I spend with them, the more of my time they will want. And I said, yeah, leadership is not about being a revolving door. Leadership is not about having no boundaries on your business. Leadership is not about being the, the one-stop answer man for people on your team. It's about growing decision makers. It's about growing the team the right way. And I said, you know, what you need to do is you just need to build some buffer zones. You need to decide what is your boundary with your, uh, with your originators? What are the boundaries you're going to put into play? And when are you available? And when are you not available? And you can communicate this lovingly. You can and communicate it with a, a desired end result that they grow as human beings. And yet what we know is that if we don't put those boundaries in place, people will take the path of least resistance. And so as water finds its way through anything, so will a loan officer find his or her way through anything if it eases the journey and it's the path of least resistance. So it was interesting because when I said, why don't you just put two blocks of time on your calendar? And these are the times during the day that you are available. And if at any time between those times you're not available, um, they have four or five different resources within the branch that they can get the answers from. They can get it from another LO. They can get it from a processor, an underwriter. They can get it from going into your internet and figuring out uh, you know, what policies, procedures, uh, what, what disclosures, what, what anything they need is, right? And they can do that. And so this individual had resolved because what he doesn't want more of is time interruption. 
We talk about interrupters all the time. In, in my program, uh, High Trust Masterclass, we spend uh, two really solid days, 20 hours, 10 hours a day, going through one day is productivity, one day is sales and marketing. In the productivity piece, we talk about the idea that you will get more of what you don't want if you do more of it, and we detail that out. And so think about this for just a second. Think about um, working with referral partners that don't quite meet the code that you would like to have. You know, and people laugh all the time. How many of you are doing business with real estate agents or partners that you don't really love? I mean, you wake up every day and say, I can't wait to do business with that person. And everybody's hand goes up. And I said, so isn't it interesting that you continue to serve them? And so the more of what you don't want, you get the more of it you do that is producing that. Um, email is a good example. It's very interesting when you stop and just pause for a second and think, you know, it's true. The more email I send, the more email I get. And we have got to apply buffer, buffer thinking. We got to we got to deploy boundary thinking, uh, time blocking at its very, very core essence is putting boundaries on a sacred block of time for you to do the things that matter most, not the things that matter least. And so, if you zoom out from a for a moment of these two examples, and you think about. Have you ever arrived with a plan for the day and by like 9 or 10 in the morning, the day's shot? How does it go the whole day? It's dysfunctional. It's noisy. It's uh, dramatic. There's, you know, just all of this like, ah, right? It's uh, bad, right? It just doesn't sound good. What is it like if you can show up and you can say, okay, these are the optics of what I want to achieve today. Um, I want to have two or three blocks of time that are high impact zones. They're growth zones, they're income zones, they're relationship zones, they're zones of time that produce more of what I want, which is what? Volume and revenue and profitability. So if those things don't get put on the calendar first, they're never going to get scheduled and they're never going to get done. Uh, case in point, the same individual that's having problems with all of his LOs isn't spending enough time developing some of the key partnerships that he knows would facilitate more and more deal flow to him. And so uh, the longer he doesn't spend time working on the partnerships that he wants more volume from, the longer he will not get more volume from those partnerships. So the, the, the actual decision is, what do you say no to so you have time to say yes to? What are the things that if you start developing a boundary around, a not-to-do list, a, a delegation, a delay, uh, you know, that type of thinking, what are the things that you know can actually move the needle in your business? And, and just start to ask, um, am I getting those things scheduled? And are those things part of my routine perfect day, the architecture, the symphony of a perfect day. And are they getting done? And if they're not getting done, then it, there's a strong chance that stuff has crept in and it is impinging upon the very things you want to do. And so one of the exercises that uh, is very helpful, I just finished one of our High Trust Sales Academy last week, and it was interesting. I had everybody go through a one-week rewind. What's a one-week rewind? It's go back one week in your mind and write down everything you routinely get involved in and take a look at whether or not that thing is making you money or not and then decide what the one or two or three things are that you don't want to do anymore that you will solve through either an efficiency through some element of being proactive potentially some element of delegation or using technology 
um, in any event, picking two or three things and then assigning if you could, in fact, delegate or uh, say not not to do that or to put a technology in place that might automate it or be proactive, you could gain that time back. What would that be per week? And it was interesting that last week, most of the LOs said that it was somewhere between 15 and 20 five hours a week, 15 and 25 hours a week of things that they're doing that aren't producing revenue, that aren't high impact zones of time that get them what they want. So again, the more of that they don't do, the more of what they want, they won't get. The more time they want to produce revenue, you'll never have unless you make the time to produce revenue. So by taking a look at, let's just use 15 hours a week, in the high trust world and in our resources, the high trust borrower presentation and the five star borrower experience, it's pretty, pretty normal for every freed up hour to produce a loan. Um, and if you have a consultation and that consultation has high conversion and we're talking about 15 hours a week, we're talking about potentially 15 loans a week. If that time can be reallocated to high impact thinking, what is the one thing that I can do as an LO or the, the two things I can do as an LO to really boost revenue? One is buyer consultations and one is working with your referral partners. The other is managing the pipeline and creating organizational excellence. So if I don't do that, those 15 hours are going to be just kind of consumed by things that don't make the revenue picture work. And in fact, destroy the joy and happiness of the day. So here's my advice to you. <clears throat> do a time journal for a week. Find out where your time is going. Find out the one or two things that you repeatedly experience that you don't want and figure out how to stop those things by putting some boundaries in place, putting some flex time in place, delegating those things, maybe systemizing those things, putting even email in blocks of time, putting you know study in blocks of time, gaining market experience in blocks of time, um, talking to real estate agents in blocks of time, borrower consultations in blocks of time, lead gen in blocks of time, follow up in blocks of time, and realize that if you're not doing more and more and more every day of the things that create high impact, you're doing more and more every day of the things that don't. And the more you do what doesn't create high impact, the more of no high impact, the less high impact you actually get in your business, okay? So that's the deal, a time journal, start with there. And then just look at what you just comment to yourself repeatedly about why is this continue to happen? How come I always spend my time doing this? Why am I sucked into this? What, what needs to happen for me to break free? Here's what's at stake. I bet you if you do an honest assessment of your time and you're a loan originator, I bet you there's a loan or two a week that you should be getting. And at three grand alone, that's 6,000 a week, that's $24,000 a month that you're never gonna earn because you are busy doing more of what you don't want, right? So think about this, think about the time you have, think about the choice you have to use that time for high impact or no impact. And the wealthiest originators, those that prosper the most, spend more time in the high impact zones. Here's a, uh, here's a thought to end this one. If you want to make more money, you have to do more of what makes money. It's that simple. You cannot make more money by doing more of what doesn't produce money. I know it sounds ultra simple, right? But that's the harmony of making money. That's the, the symphony of organizing your day and your time, right? So those are your two assignments, okay? What does the time journal say? And then make decisions on how to take one or two of those and get rid of them over the next month 
using the tools I just shared with you and then reallocate that time to high impact zone, um, I bet you it's, it's two or $300,000 a year that you'll make back by making this decision.